views expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio. Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Martini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show that's coming up right next. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Dr. Pacho. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. What a great show we've got planned for you. Greg Braden is my very special guest joining me here today. New York Times bestselling author, internationally renowned as the pioneer in bridging science, ancient wisdom, and the real world. Now, for many of us, we've gotten to chat with Greg uh, many times uh, along the past, well, let's see, 10 years for me. And I'm always thrilled and amazed when I get to chat with him again. Today is a beautiful day to be talking with him about his fabulous, fabulous new book. And so for those of you guys out there that just can't seem to get enough of this amazing wisdom that comes forth through Greg Braden, this is another one of these shows today for you. So for uh, all of us, we're wondering, what does this really mean? Deep truth, igniting the memory of our origin, history, destiny, and fate. Deep truth. That's the conversation for you and me and all of us today with this best-selling author and evolutionary leader. And today's show is on the forefront of a fabulous event that Greg and uh, Dr. Joe Dispenza will be doing in Seattle on November 16th. We'll hear all about that. Hi, Greg. I want to welcome you to the show. You just heard me give an introduction about a number of different things. You know, first, I mentioned that this is our 10th year of doing the Dr. Pat show. And you were one of the first folks that I got to meet early on, have a conversation with. And I love how we've gotten to see the evolution of each other. I wanted to ask you, uh, you and I chatting 10 years how would you describe the evolution of your work? I know we're going to talk about deep truth, igniting the memory of our, our origin, history, destiny, and fate. But I want to just take a minute for us to breathe into what this journey has been like for you and how this journey has changed you, Greg. Well, well first, uh, you just covered a lot of the ground, Dr. Pat. So first, I'm going to say I am absolutely thrilled to be with you in person on, on your show today. I, I didn't know that it's been 10 years. And I'm uh, I'm actually kind of breathing that in <laughs> as I'm hearing it. Uh, that was a fast ten years. <laughs> um, and congratulations! I, I remember when we did. I actually remember our first program together, mm-hmm. and uh, I remember the material we were covering at the time. And your passion and your dedication and your vision uh, for your your show and to to create a, a forum where we can have these kinds of conversations and share with a broad general audience information that sometimes uh, they simply don't get anywhere else. You don't get it in mainstream media. You don't get it in your, in your classrooms, in your textbooks. And um, 
I, I just want to say right now, I know this hour is going to go by very quickly, so I want to thank you for allowing me to be one of your first. I'm honored. Yes. <laughs> and and for all of the work that you have continued to do and uh, and for this um uh, well, this is our anniversary. Yes, so it is. our anniversary show today. <laughs> <laughs> what I love about this too, Greg, is, you know, on this anniversary, uh, uh, Eve, let's call it, I'm also right. going to go full circle with you and actually be with, uh, be at the event that you're doing uh, with Dr. Joe Dispenza in Seattle. So I love this. I mean, it's not just well, you and I chatting on air. We're actually going to get to see each other. Well, uh, you know, our listeners can probably tell this is completely unscripted. So, <laughs> so I, I am following your lead today, and I'm looking forward to seeing you uh, with my dear, dear colleague, brother, and, and dear friend, Dr. Joe Dispenza. We have known one another for many years. We've worked together in, in various ways, and this is the first time we've ever actually done an event with just the two of us together where we have the, the entire day through multimedia presentations and direct experience to to share with uh, with our friends and with the people that are in, in our, our audience. So one of my favorite cities on the planet. Yeah. Uh, I actually used to live in Seattle. A lot of people don't know that. Mm. So, so uh, I'm excited, and now I, I learned that I get to see you there as well. So, yes. Uh, are, are you going to be there for the whole day? Yes, I am. I wouldn't miss it. And, you know, this is really, for those of you out there, this is, uh, this is unscripted, and I love that it is unscripted a little bit. One of the things I shared with Dr. Joe the other day, which uh, he didn't know about, and you didn't know about it either, was that, you know, I love being a student. Um, you all showing up in my life at a time where I was very, very sick. Not many people knew it. Um, and being able to learn and understand and take this journey with you has literally saved my life. And I shared a little bit of that with Dr. Joe the other day. And what I said to him, and I'll share it with you, Greg, um, is that uh, I was you know, in this position to have this mystery disease. And so one of the things they told me was, you know what, dude, you could go to bed tonight and not wake up. And so I began a series of, of, of exercises. Now, I don't know if you remember me back then, but I really was a student. And one of the things I started to do is move into deep gratitude uh, for the next day that hadn't come yet. And I remember, you know, speaking with you and speaking with Joe and so many others. And I have to thank you because of your work. You all have gave me a reason to live uh, and become inspired. And through your, your willingness to share your wisdom, Myself, and I know thousands of these listeners listening today, have been able to create a better life. And so for me, that's a deep truth that I wanted to share with you today. Wow, Dr. Pat. Well, I, I certainly, I knew some of what you just shared. I, I'm hearing things now for the very first time. And my answer uh, to, to what I'm hearing is also the segue into the question that, yes. you, that you began the program with. Yep. Uh, and, and it is precisely uh, for the purpose of knowing ourselves that I began doing what we're doing together now in, in the 1980s. 1986 was, was my first public presentation uh, when I was still working in the corporations, actually. I was a, a geologist for Phyllis Petroleum when I did my first evening program at the, the Open Door Bookstore in Denver, Colorado is actually where, where it was. And, you know, over the years, um, so many different books, so many different topics, and people ask me often, they say, well, why don't you, Greg, just zero in on one topic and explore that uh, as deeply as you can go? Why do you cover so many different topics? Mm. And it, it's an interesting question. And, uh, and my answer to that 
is that I, I do zero in on one topic, and, and my passion uh, in life, and the topic that I've, I've chosen to dedicate my life to is the answer to one of the deepest questions we could ever ask of ourselves or one another, individually or collectively, and it's simply the question, who am I? Mm. Uh, or who are we? Because there's so many of us sharing this world together. And each book offers uh, an insight uh, based in science, peer-reviewed scientific insights into the answer of that question from one facet or another. Uh, and over the years, all of those facets have, have come together and continue to do so uh, to, to answer this question. And my sense, Dr. Pat, is the better we know ourselves, uh, the better that we can deal with whatever life brings to our doorstep as individuals, in our marriages, our jobs, our families, our health, our careers, and collectively between nations. Uh, my dear colleague and friend, Dr. Bruce Lipton, and I, I just mentioned you, were, were just speaking at the UN on uh, Tuesday of this week, sharing precisely the things that we're talking about now, uh, hoping to, to make headway on an even larger scale, on a global scale, of how these peer-reviewed scientific principles can help us to, to solve the unique problems uh, that, that face all of us today. And so I think that it's a long answer to a short question, but the, the way that my work uh, has continued to, to evolve over the, the years is in direct response to what the world is showing us. Uh, and one of my, my passions has been to, to make the work as relevant as possible to what you and myself and our, our readers, our listeners are facing every day in our lives Rather than offering an esoteric body of information that it's cool to read, but you know what does it mean and how do we use it in our lives? So the book Deep Truth uh, was released in 2011, and it is the the most current book that's available now. There is a new book actually; it will be out in January uh, that picks up where Deep Truth leaves off. Deep Truth is about the science that's so new uh, that it helps us to to gain new perspectives on who we are in our relationship to our bodies and our world. Uh, and the, the newest book is even further applying those in our world. It's called The Turning Point, mm. Creating Resilience in a Time of Extremes. And, and I really can't separate these two books because they're all about our lives and, and what's happening in our world right now. So each, the answer to the question, each book helps us to, to gain a deeper insight into our relationship uh, with ourselves those around us, our world, our past, the way we work together and the way we solve our problems. I love it. Greg, I want to take a short break. When we come back, I want to talk about um, the bridge that I'm so glad you're talking about your new book coming up because I really do believe that there is a bridge and resilience is such a certainly resilience is part of my own personal journey. And I've seen so many people here in the past five years and, and how they, they have risen to, you know, the, the challenge, uh, creating a level of resilience that if you talk to them, they didn't think they even had. Greg Braden mm-hmm. joining me here today. We're going to take a short break and we come back. We're going to talk a little bit about deep truth. How does that reflect our own life's journey? What does Greg mean by zero hour? And what role can resilience play not just in our individual lives, but in a global perspective. Let's take a short break. We'll be right back with the show. Get your 
Shift Together with Dr. Joe Dispenza and Greg Braden Saturday, November 16th, 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. at the Seattle Center for Spiritual Living for this collaboration between two of the most inspiring teachers highlighting their unique paths as they explore the latest scientific studies and how this information can empower you during this critical period of our history. Making a difference in the world starts with you. To register, go to joedispenza.com slash events. That's joedispenza.com slash events. Hey, Moon, you want to know something groovy? Yeah, Jess. What's that? Dr. Pat has been on the radio for 10 years. 10 years? Are you kidding me? That's awesome. I'll tell you what's awesome. She's bringing back the Pay It Forward campaign and Holistic Makeover to celebrate. If you want to know more or get involved, go to thedrpatshow.com or like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash thedrpatshow to get updates about everything we're doing. Where do you desire to go in your life? Are you only looking outside yourself for the answers? What if you use your soul's wisdom to lead the way? So what is the soul and how do you access its wisdom? Soul Suitcase with Victoria Cohen will unpack these questions and help you tap into and trust your own inner voice to solve everyday problems. Our Soul Suitcase is a treasure chest of wisdom inside us waiting to be discovered. Listen to Soul Suitcase while Victoria Cohen takes everyday situations like job loss, relationship struggles, parenting challenges, work stress, and health concerns and shows you how awakening to your inner voice helps you make more conscious choices where your life flows more smoothly with greater clarity purpose, grace, and ease. As a psychotherapist and soul coach, Victoria has inspired thousands of clients over the past 31 years to listen to their inner wisdom and let it guide them on their true path. You can learn this too on Soul Suitcase with Victoria Cohen. Your soul suitcase is packed. Are you ready to start your journey? Are you ready to give your home a fresh look but don't want to do the work? Help is a phone call away. Kathy's Handy is a full-service general contracting company specializing in home improvement, remodeling, and repairs. Kathy's Handy are specialists in kitchens, baths, fireplace makeovers, and finished carpentry, and they partner with other amazing specialty subcontractors needed to complete any job. Friendly, energetic, and dependable with an impeccable reputation to get the job done while keeping you as comfortable as possible during the transformation of your home is the hallmark of Kathy. He's handy. Call Kathy now for a free estimate. 206-715-8126. That's 206-715-8126. And visit Kathy'sHandy.com for a complete view of possibilities for your home. Welcome back. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. Um, for more information about us, go ahead and go to the drpatshow.com or go to transformationtalkradio.com um, and uh, please check us out. Also, if you want to find out about Greg, uh, the best place, I think, Greg, is it gregbraden.com? Is that the best place? To, to, it is. It's uh, Greg Braden, G-R-E-G-G, two G's, B-R-A-D-E-N.com. It's our, our publisher maintains a very dynamic website with uh, a video archive as well as schedules all the way uh, into 2015 right now. Oh, thank you. You know, I mentioned a number of different things before the break. I mentioned the, you know, this notion of zero hour 
you know, what does that really mean to us? But I also mentioned, um, you know, this idea of deep truth igniting the memory of our origin, history, destiny, and fate, along with a brief conversation we had about resilience. And, you know, I want to talk about all of them kind of together, but I think it would be a good place to start out with zero hour. What does that mean? I know when I hear that term and when it, what it's meant to me in my life, it's almost as if everything needed to happen almost yesterday. But I would love to hear what this means in the context of deep truth. Sure. Well, let me back up about a half a sure. step to where deep truth even comes from. Mm-hmm. The, and I've had a lot of questions. People ask me about the title of the book. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've said, you know, Greg, what, what gives you the right to put the word truth on the cover mm-hmm. of your book? And, and uh, uh, is it presumptuous to, to say that that's, that's what this book is all about? The, uh, and those are good questions. The, the title of the book came from a, a comment that uh, uh, Niels Bohr, uh, a man I have tremendous respect for, a physicist, Nobel Prize-winning physicist, he was a colleague of, of Albert Einstein's, and the two, two men, Albert Einstein and Niels Bohr, they were having a, just a, a, a personal conversation in the middle of the 20th century talking about the nature of truth. And during that time, it was the nature of scientific truth. And he made a statement, Niels Bohr made a statement, and I don't know if, how, if he even knew then how profound his statement was, but he said to Albert Einstein, he said, it is the hallmark of any deep truth that its negation is also a deep truth. And when I, I saw that, I said, that, that is a perfect title. It has to be the title of this book, because what he was saying is that when the, the things that we've accepted to be the deepest truths of our existence are overturned by new discoveries, then the new discoveries themselves become the new deep truths. And that's what this book is all about. It's about the, the science, peer-reviewed scientific discoveries. So they're, they're not my opinions or my hypotheses or, or my ideas. I'm sharing what the best science of our time it now knows to be true about us, our bodies, our relationship to our world and our past. On the one hand, yet there has been such a reluctance, in some cases a flat-out resistance to sharing these discoveries in the mainstream. Mm. I mean, by that, mainstream documentaries, mainstream classrooms, mainstream textbooks. And, and part of that, uh, and as a scientist, I was trained as a scientist, and um, I support science. I think science is good. But science can only serve us to the degree that we keep it honest, Dr. Pat. And, and unless we allow science, our scientific view of the world, to be constantly updated as new discoveries show us where it makes sense to do so, then we're actually teaching ourselves false science and asking ourselves to solve the big problems of our bodies and our relationships in our world through, uh, through false science. Mm-hmm. So this is where, where this book comes from. And, and one of the facts, and this is a question that, that I asked myself years ago, when I began to recognize how unique <clears throat> excuse me, our time in the, the history of, of our civilization, of our planet, really is. My question was, how could we possibly deal with the issues if we're not honest about the issues? And one of the, the facts that is not being shared is the fact that we are living a time of extremes. Yeah. Uh, not necessarily bad things or even good things, but big things. And the zero hour that many uh, of the, the scientists are talking about is, is the time when multiple extremes converge uh, into uh, a narrow window of time, maybe a matter of, of weeks or months. And, and that's precisely what we're living right now. We're living a, a convergence on, on a, 
on a broad scale, we could we could have extremes within extremes within extremes. But on a broad scale, never have seven billion people had to deal with the realities of the first climate change uh, and what that means to the way we live our lives, grow our food, and share our resources. Number two, never have seven billion people dealt with the collapse of an entire global economy uh, in the way that we're seeing happen right now. It's it's happening in phases and stages. Uh, we've never seen that happen before. And number three, never have seven billion people in a globalized world had to deal with the end of cheap uh, available energy, the, the peak oil scenario, and had to make the, the choices about what comes next. And when when you bring all of those together and the fact that they're all now happening within this relatively narrow window of time, uh, it tells us that this isn't this isn't the kind of uh, of challenge that our, our parents faced or our grandparents faced. We're in uncharted territory, and we need new thinking to to address the crises on a global as well as on a personal basis. The the, the cancers that we're seeing mm-hmm. in uh, in the Western populations are at an ep- epidemic level. We've never seen anything like this happened before. And some what people are calling new diseases born yep. of the stress from dealing with a collapsing economy and collapsing housing market and all of these things. So this is the zero hour that many of the experts are talking about. We now must think differently. Uh, the world is changing faster than we've been prepared to accept and in ways that we're simply not used to. And we've got to think differently, more differently than we ever have in the past. The new discoveries give us rock-solid reasons to think differently and address these crises and these challenges in responsible and meaningful ways. But the key is we have to be honest with ourselves about what these discoveries are saying. So that it, was a long answer to a short No, question, it's a great we can, answer. We can it's, build on that now. Yeah, let's, build, let's build on it because, you know, I love what you just shared. Uh, and, and, and let me just say something about that. You know, we're getting to experience this firsthand because there are some people, people like you, um, you know, people that are in the sciences and the health and sciences are saying, wait a minute. You know, this technology, for example, the cell phone that we've d- developed, this smartphone, um, now let me tell you what we're learning about it. Well, women beware. Do not carry your cell phone close to your chest. Why? Because the absolute microwave, electromagnetic, whatever it is, is causing an unusual new form of breast cancer. And so, you know, you're right. I mean, there are so many things that are revolving at such a fast pace that we're not even able to catch up with what may happen with that until it's, you know, zero hour for sure. But I really do appreciate, you know, how you've put this together that really points out that this is really a first for us in so many ways. Do we even know that, Greg? I mean, do we even know that we're real, that this is a first, that there is cause for alarm here? Well, I, I don't know if it's cause for alarm. Now, mm-hmm. I want to get to the good news yeah. quickly. Good. And the, the good news is that we already have all the solutions, Dr. Mm-hmm. Pat, for yep. every, every technological challenge that, that, that we face right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, we already have the solutions. We have enough food to feed every mouth of every human on the face of the earth. There's yep. no reason why any human should go to bed hungry at night uh, based upon the, the lack of food. It's, it's not the lack of food, it's the thinking, the politics, the economy that's not allowing that food to be where it is, not the lack of the food itself. We already have forms of energy uh, that are clean, green, sustainable. They emit no greenhouse gases. They're inexpensive. They're abundant to provide electricity in the home of every, every family in the face of the earth that, that wants electricity. Some don't. 
every home that, that wants that. We have these things. What is lacking is the thinking that makes these things a priority uh, for our global family and, and the lives of the people that, that can least afford to do anything uh, about the, the crisis. So when we begin to understand the, I, I'm just, in my mind, this is mm-hmm. with me right now. I'm just going to go back. I know many of our listeners are old enough to remember what I'm about to share. President John Kennedy, mm-hmm. then President John Kennedy, in the early 1960s, uh, I remember watching a man on our little black and white television, and he made a statement in about 32 words. He changed the fate of human civilization and the history of our world when he said, we choose before the end of this decade to place a man on the moon, and bring him back to Earth safely. And we actually accomplished that goal before the end of the decade was even out, or earlier than, than he had uh, anticipated it would happen. And people ask me all the time, as a scientist, as an engineer, they said, how did we do that so fast? You know, how did we develop the, the spacesuits and the mathematics for the trajectory and the propulsion and the, the packages for the tang that the astronauts were drinking every morning, you know? How do we do that so quickly? And the answer to that question is relevant to what's happening in our lives today. And the answer is simply this. We already had that technology. No one in a position of power and authority had ever given a mandate, had made it a priority to bring them together in a focused way to accomplish a goal. In, in that case, the goal of going to the moon. Mm. And I'm not saying it has to be an American president or any political party, what I'm saying is no one in the modern world has made it a priority to bring together all the things that we already have to, to not just ease, to eliminate the suffering of our global family in the ways through food and energy that, that I'm sharing now. It simply hasn't happened. It has yet to become a priority in our lives. And when it does, when we have a mandate from a, a position of high authority, it gives permission for the universities and the corporations and private and public business uh, and the armed forces and, and NASA all to work together to bring these technologies to bear upon our world in, in a meaningful way. It, it, so there's no blame, uh, and I don't want. I'm hoping people aren't hearing it that way. I'm right. simply saying it hasn't happened yet in our generation uh, for the kinds of problems that we're talking about. And one of the reasons is precisely the, the crux of the conversation that we're having today. I think it's maybe the deepest crisis of all. It's a crisis in thinking. Right. Mm. We are steeped in a scientific story of our relationship to the world that is based upon separation. We've, told, we've been told that, that the origin of life is completely random. The origin of human life is random. That we're separate and powerless when it comes to our bodies. We're separate and disconnected from the world around us. That nature is actually based upon a model of survival of the strongest uh, and, and competition. And for 150 years, that has been the story that is the foundation of our society. Uh, it's deeply ingrained in each of us, uh, even on a subconscious level. And it's playing out uh, in unsustainable ways, like the collapse of the global economy, based upon survival of the strongest and the corporations and the way we're solving problems between nations and the way we're, we're dealing with disappearing resources. All of those are based upon the thinking of those false assumptions of separation. The key here is that new discoveries have overturned every single one of those peer-reviewed science. So the peer-reviewed science tells us, it gives us a different way to think of ourselves and one another, and that gives us the lens through which we solve our problems in the world. So yeah. the new science is telling us that life, life isn't random, human life isn't random, that we're deeply connected, uh, thoughts, feelings, emotions, and beliefs 
to our physical body and that we're deeply enmeshed with the physical world beyond our bodies. And quantum physics is telling us that. And, and the big one, uh, that biology is, is now facing the, the choice uh, in terms of how to share this in the classroom, is that the, the best science of our time is showing us that nature is based upon a model of, of cooperation and what is called mutual aid. And while we know that competition, violent competition and struggle can happen, and we've all seen it, uh, it happens in response to specific circumstances. It is not the general rule of nature. And when we think about those new discoveries, they change the way we think of ourselves, the lens through which we view ourselves in our relationship to the world. It shifts from one of separation to one of cooperation and community. And that is what is not being shared. That's the disconnect. So when it comes to solving these new problems, I think it's vital that we share the deepest truths of our relationship to the world with as many people as we can uh, so that we can bring meaningful solutions to whether it's the healing of our bodies, as, mm-hmm. as you've experienced, yep. or, or what's happening between Israel and Iran, right. as we're seeing on the, uh, play out in the global stage. Yeah. It all boils down to how we think of ourselves. Well, I love this. Greg Braden joining me here today. Greg, one of the things I'd like to do when we come back from break is I want to talk a little bit about, I want to kind of go back to the conversation about resilience, because I can't help, as I was listening to you, I really can't help think about resilience in the context of what happens, you know, when we uncover those false assumptions. You know, what happens to us when we recognize this thing that we believed in isn't really true? Where do we go from there? Do we have what it takes to pick ourselves up? Greg Braden joining me here today. When we come back, we're going to talk about that and lots more. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show. Holistic Medical Center is where you find it all. A healthy space with doctors who care, see, and listen to the whole you. Hi, this is Dr. Darvish. If you have not found an answer to your chronic symptoms, you will find answers here at Holistic Medical Center. Our doctors find the root cause of your symptoms and guide your body towards healing naturally. We transform lives from within. Visit drdarvish.com or call 425-451-0404. Are you feeling stuck? Do you want to be free from fears and doubts and finally feel good about yourself, but you just don't know how to get there? Dr. Schaub's Accelerated Breakthrough Program provides you with the tools and solutions to go beyond your limitations and achieve self-empowered confidence. Call for your free phone consultation at 866-903-MIND. Visit CellularWisdom.com. That's CellularWisdom.com. There's not just one kind of radio show. Some radio shows are all about busting through and getting unstuck from the crust in your life. But the Dr. Pat Show, well, she does it all. She's been helping people in all aspects of their life now for 10 years. Her interview style, her unique personality, the amazing guests she has on her show are all factors of what makes an amazing radio show. Please join Dr. Pat in celebrating 10 extraordinary years of talk radio. Hi, I'm Dr. Pat. Thank you for supporting us for the past 10 years. We are promising each and every one of you that this coming year, our 10th year anniversary, will be the best yet. 
We will be paying forward so many ideas, so many tools, so many gifts to all of you because you have inspired us to be better and better and better each year. For more information, please make sure you stay tuned to TransformationTalkRadio.com or the TheDrPatShow.com. And remember, join me. Let's live life full out together. Where do you desire to go in life? How do you plan to get there? Are you only looking outside yourself for the answers? What if you use your soul's wisdom to lead the way? So what is the soul and how do you access its wisdom? Soul Suitcase with Victoria Cohen will unpack these questions and help you tap into and trust your own inner voice to solve everyday problems. Your Soul Suitcase is a treasure chest of wisdom inside you waiting to be discovered. Listen to Soul Suitcase on TransformationTalkRadio.com and discover how awakening to your inner voice transforms your life. Get your shift together with Dr. Joe Dispenza and Greg Braden Saturday, November 16th, 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. at the Seattle Center for Spiritual Living for this collaboration between two of the most inspiring teachers highlighting their unique paths as they explore the latest scientific studies and how this information can empower you during this critical period of our history. Making a difference in the world starts with you. To register, go to joedispenza.com slash events. That's joedispenza.com slash events. Hey everyone, welcome back. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. I am so thrilled to have Greg Braden here. And as I said before, you know, please, for you guys out there that are in the greater Seattle area, or if you can get there, remember to mark November 16th on your calendar. We're gonna, we have provided a lot more information uh, during the breaks on that. So uh, l- let's uh, all hang out with Greg and uh, Dr. Joe together. Uh, Greg, before the break, um, I, I was I was saying I was sitting here and I was listening to you and I was just I was just wondering, oh, my God, I'm just mesmerized by uh, what I get to learn every time I get to to, you know, hear what you've discovered and what you've learned. But I did want to ask you about what happens when when we do discover uh, these false assumptions, you know, uh, is that discovery sort of the backbone, the platform, you know, to have that conversation on resilience? Is that the bridge or is it something else? Well, it's uh, the discoveries themselves. Mm-hmm. They're not new in yep. scientific circles. Right. Um, they simply are not being shared in, in mainstream. And right. you know, there are a number of reasons for that. Everything from power and ego and money and, and habit mm-hmm. uh, all play, play a role. And, and I have to say, I want to be very clear, this, yep. is, this is not about making anyone wrong uh, or judging the past. I, I think we're on this huge learning curve, Dr. Pat. And, and the past worked so well, it got us to where we are today. So we have to say it has worked. Uh, and now the world changed. And, and I think this is important for people to, to really embrace, and this is not being shared in the mainstream. The world changed, and no one told us. We have never seen a, yeah. a publicly on, on, on mainstream media a CNN special or a BBC special that <clears throat> the world of the past no longer exists. Mm-hmm. So we no longer live in isolated nations or isolated economies. Uh, we don't live in isolated job markets, and that means the way we think about money, religion, spirituality, health, security, all of that's changed, and no one told us. So what that means is for many people, there's a sense that life was kind of chugging along pretty well until something happened, and for some it was 9-11, for some it was the, the crisis of 2008, the economic crisis, and they are waiting for life to get back to normal, waiting for us to come down the other side of that speed bump. 
and they're clinging to an idea of a world that no longer exists. And many people I, I know have put their lives on hold until that world returns. They're not sending their kids to college. They're holding off getting married, holding yep. off having babies, holding off buying homes. The job that disappeared because their industry has collapsed, they're biding their time waiting for that job to come back. And by doing so, they're, they're missing life itself. They're missing the essence of life itself. They're struggling, waiting for that world to return. Other people uh, are willing to embrace the new normal that is emerging. And by not acknowledging this in the mainstream, Dr. Pat, we've never been given the opportunity to mourn the passing right. of a way of life, right. a way of living. And, and what we believe we came to master in our world, we've never been given the opportunity to mourn that so we can let it go. Right and embrace what is, in fact, a new normal that's emerging. And that new normal, uh, for the time being, is a world of extremes. And this is where the ideas of resilience are so powerful. But uh, I'm just going to say a few words about resilience. Okay. Because when I began exploring this, uh, I obviously learned the same that you and many of our neighbors learned about a form of resilience that's defined, a lot of different definitions, but in general, it's the ability to bounce back or return to a healthy functioning after the fact, after something big happens in our lives, after a, a health scare or uh, after Hurricane Sandy or after a divorce or the loss of a loved one, the resilience that allows us to bounce back. And that's the way we've always thought of it in the past. There's an expanded form of resilience now that is emerging. And the Stockholm Resilience Center has done some amazing work with this. And it is, it is the ability to think and live in a way that makes room for the extremes so that we are thriving in the new normal. We don't have to get back. We don't have to bounce back because we've made room for the changes. We've factored them in to the way that we think and live each day because we were honest with ourselves and acknowledged that we're living a time of extremes. So this is a very, very different uh, kind of resilience. And it takes into, in, into account the fact that climate change is here to stay, mm -hmm. at least for our lifetimes. We haven't seen the last floods in Colorado. We haven't seen the last Hurricane Sandy. It takes into account the volatility of, of our economy. Uh, it takes into account the, the shifting of industry and jobs that we have come to know in the past. And all of this, the way we deal with all this, all comes back to, to that question, uh, who, who am I? Who are we? And the, the discoveries that tell us that we are a community based upon cooperation. And that changes the way that we go about solving these problems. So I think it begins with the honesty, mm -hmm. uh, being mm -hmm. honest with ourselves, that we are, in fact, living a time of extremes and a new normal is emerging and we're simply not hearing that in mainstream media. You know, I love this conversation because I can point directly to, you know, uh, what I discovered in, in the career path. I mean, you know, for me, I'm part of the old school uh, view where you work for a company, you retire, you get a pension, and there you go. Of course, after 25 years when that didn't happen for me, I went back to school. And what I studied was psychological contracts. And if you kind of fast forward, this is a perfect example, I think, of what you're talking about. You know, for those of us that went through it with the belief that we were going to be cared for after that career, right, and then we weren't, we really had to recover from that. We had to recover. 
But now fast forward to generations that have seen this over and over and over again not be the truth, that the truth is you really do have to take care of yourselves. They actually anticipate, Greg, losing their jobs. You know, they they are Precise. anticipating, I'm not going to be here forever, but I've got my feelers out there for the next job. So when it happens, they already factor in, right, unemployment, and then their new job. They don't even miss a beat. They do. And can I take this even one step further? Please. You know, what I'd like to do, I think we've covered, first, I'm just going to acknowledge, for many people, these are very different ways of, of thinking, uh, especially when we talk about the new discoveries in science that, that are are new for, for many of our listeners. And I just want to be very honest mm-hmm. that uh, every everything we've talked about is peer-reviewed. It's documented uh, yep. in the bibliography of, of the books or on the website, so yep. you don't have to just take, take my word for it. But the, the ideas of resilience... Uh, and people say, well, okay, well, what does that mean in my life? So I'm just, I'd like to give a concrete example. Sure. Uh, my wife and I live in a rural community in, in the high deserts of northern New Mexico. We're, we're an hour from the nearest grocery store and four hours from the nearest airport. And uh, 2008, when the, the housing crash and the economic uh, collapse happened, we saw it affect uh, a lot of our neighbors in ways that were, were surprising for some people. There's a friend of ours. Uh, his name is, I'm just going to call him Ken. Mm-hmm. He was a home builder of ecologically uh, sound homes. Uh, had a crew of about 30-plus people that he was responsible for. And had just entered into a huge contract uh, in 2008 for uh, an entire community of these ecologically-based uh, homes. Well, 2008 was the year the economy crashed. It was the year the housing market crashed. And all of a sudden, he had no livelihood, and he couldn't provide for the people that had trusted him for those 30 years. It was a very difficult time for him. And, uh, and Ken tells this story. He said, in the old thinking, Dr. Pat, mm-hmm. what people would try to do is they try to recreate the job that fits their skill set okay, right. based upon their degree or their certificate or their experience for how many years. They try to recreate that whether the world needs it or not. Okay, and that's the old thinking. And this is what Ken initially did. He said, you know, where can I do what I've done in the past? He woke up in the middle of the night, and he realized that people don't need homes, at least not right now. The housing market just tanked. He said, what is the most important thing? And, and he realized the most important thing was to help people take care of themselves. And one of the ways of doing that is growing their own food. So Ken took his skills as a builder. He loved working with his hands. And he began to to design and prototype and build a unique system of modular, raised bed, self-contained, self-heating, self-watering, all-weather greenhouses that would allow people to create their own healthy produce 12 months out of the year. And in the high deserts, we get 25, 30 degrees below zero consistently in in December and and January. Uh, and, And his greenhouses allow people to, to continue to do that. Well, he designed them so they could be 12 inches by 12 inches square and fit on a patio in New York City where people don't have a yard, or they could be 4 feet by 8 feet and strung together, uh, you know, as many as you'd like in, in places where people have more land. And the key here is that he didn't try to recreate what he knew. He took his skills and he, he allowed his skills to fill the need of the new normal that's emerging. Mm. So now I'm, I'm going to tie these together. The old scientific story of separation led each of us 
in our own way to ask a question uh, about anything that we do, whether it's a, a new romantic relationship, a new job, a new career, the way we deal with a, a health challenge, our finances, whatever it is, we've always asked in the past, what can I get from the world that exists? What, what's in this for me? How is this? How am I going to benefit from this? And, and it makes sense to ask that question on the false assumptions of science. The new discoveries now invite us to change the question. And the new question, rather than what can I get from the world that exists, is what can I offer? Mm. Or what can I contribute? Or what can I share? Or what can I give to the world that is emerging? And this is what Ken, this is a perfect example of what he did. He took his skills and said, how can my hands benefit my community, my neighbors, and what they need now? And he said, they don't need homes, but they need food. And this is true for every person listening to this program, every one of us has a skill that's beyond our degree, beyond our certificates, beyond our experience. For many people, it's a hobby, but it's a hobby that we're passionate about. So sometimes we know more about our hobbies than we do about what we're paid to do. And this is the time, the new normal that's emerging, and the new science that tells us that we're based in a, in a world of, of cooperation and mutual aid. This is our opportunity to share with the world what it is that that we can contribute and offer in a meaningful way rather than trying to recreate what we learned to do in the past in a world where it no longer fits. Mm. Wow. I, I'm, I'm just conscious of a break coming up, so that's why I wanted to wind down pretty quickly. That's a, that, well, you know, I'm so glad you did because now we've got something super to talk about when we come back. <laughs> All right. Greg Braden joining me here today on the Dr. Pat Show. We're going to take a short break. We'll be right back, everyone. Help. I need somebody. There is not just one kind of radio show. Some shows are about health, wellness, food. Others are about helping you on your spiritual journey. Some radio shows are all about busting through and getting unstuck from the crust in your life. But the Dr. Pat Show, well, she does it all. She's been helping people in all aspects of their life now for 10 years. Her interview style, her unique personality, the amazing guests she has on her show are all factors of what makes an amazing radio show. Please join Dr. Pat in celebrating 10 extraordinary years of talk radio. Hi, I'm Dr. Pat. Thank you for supporting us for the past 10 years. Positive Talk Radio was a vision that we've had. And thanks to all of you, you've helped us make it a reality. We are promising each and every one of you that this coming year, our 10th year anniversary, will be the best yet. For more information, please make sure you stay tuned to TransformationTalkRadio.com or TheDrPatShow.com. And remember, join me. Let's live life full out together. Are you interested in learning about how to add more eco-conscious living into your life? Amy Willis, broker and owner of Rhino Roz Realty is dedicated to helping people buy and sell healthy homes. She strives to educate people on incorporating more green features into your environment. Rhino Roz Realty wants to be a resource before, during, and after a transaction. Whether someone is buying or selling a single-family home, multifamily, condo, or investment property, Rhino Roz can provide the service and knowledge that is needed to make informed decisions. For a free market analysis or more information about greening your home, contact Amy at RhinoRoz.com. 
R-H-I-N-O-R-O-Z.com or call 206-508-1250. Rhino Roz Realty, charging on your behalf in the Northwest. Hey, do you like free stuff? The Dr. Pat Show has an amazing giveaway program doing weekly giveaways on Facebook and Twitter. Go to Facebook.com slash The Dr. Pat Show and click the like button. Then go to Twitter.com slash The Dr. Pat Show and click the follow button. Then you can play along and enter to win some amazing prizes. Again, that's Facebook.com slash The Dr. Pat Show and Twitter.com slash The Dr. Pat Show. I never needed anybody's help in any way. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. Uh, This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. As I said before, you can find out more about us at TransformationTalkRadio.com or the Dr. Pat Show. About Greg Braden, certainly you can check him out at GregBraden.com. And it's G-R-E-G-G, Braden.com. Uh, you could also find lots of information and links to his websites, his books, where he's going to be right here on the Dr. Pacho website. Greg, thank you so much. Um, wow, thank you so much for all that you do. Um, I love this conversation and kind of bridging the book Deep Truth with your upcoming book. I really love having that conversation with you. I wanted to ask you a question in your opinion. Uh, you, you know, given what briefly, just briefly, what we've talked about here, what what do we as human beings need to build into our character to be able to step forth in this new knowing in this new world? And, you know, what I'm trying to say is, okay, here we are, you know, gr- grew up, be resilient, pick it up. You can rise from anything. What What new forms of us do we need to be for this new form of being? You know, that's a, it's a, a beautiful question uh, to, to bring everything together. Mm-hmm. And my sense is we, I know we've only scratched the surface right. of everything that we've done. And I, I want to thank our listeners for hanging in there and, and allowing us to cover so many seemingly different topics to bring them all together to bear upon the, the very question that you're asking. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and I think the key is, is for us to, to acknowledge uh, the fact that we are living a time of extremes, we are emerging into a new normal, and that the world that we have known in the past no longer exists. That's huge for, for many people. Uh, and individually or collectively, we're learning to mourn without having that done publicly, you know, through the media. But we're all coming to terms with the fact that maybe that world's not coming back. And what that means is in any new world, we're, no, we're taking a journey, any journey we go on. Uh, if we don't know where we're going, we pack whatever we think we might need to, mm. to keep our routines alive. And, and we're all on a big journey right now. Uh, it's a big journey, and the destination is actually already here. It's the, it's the new world that's emerging. My, I don't know where we're going, uh, and I can't say for certain, but what I do know is the better we know ourselves and the better that we understand our relationship to our own bodies and to the world and to the past, uh, the better that we are equipped to meet whatever, whatever crosses our paths, whatever comes to our doorstep. And when I look at the world, Dr. Patton, I see things that make no sense to me. Uh, I've learned that generally when things make no sense, it's because I don't have all the information. And that's my invitation to look a little deeper, look beyond 
what the the traditional story may may be, or or what my friends and neighbors and family uh, are sharing, to look a little deeper and, until it does make sense. So I, I think the the crux of everything we're doing here is that it is a new world that's emerging, uh, and it's our opportunity to acknowledge that. Uh, for ourselves, and and the more we know about ourselves, the more that we know that nature is based upon this model of of mutual aid and cooperation. And if our listeners have any doubt that that's true, I'm just going to invite our listeners to to do a little experiment. You can look at yourself in the mirror, and you think you see one body. And the reality is, as our our dear uh, brother, colleague, and friend, Dr. Bruce Lipton, shares so eloquently, is that our one body is actually a community of about 50 trillion or so cells. And every one of those cells is a community that must work together to give us the vitality and life that we have every day. And when that cooperation breaks down, we call it disease. And if it breaks down far enough, we call it death. So in, in the very essence of our being, we are shown every moment of every day nature's fundamental law of cooperation. And that cooperation extends beyond our bodies into the world around us. So as, as we embrace this new story, the new scientific story of unity and connection and cooperation, and we incorporate that into the new normal that's emerging, one of the ways that we do that is by asking ourselves the new question, what can I give, what can I share, what can I offer to the, the world that's emerging? And the reason I have so many different ways of saying that is I've found that the word give for some people is a hot button. Right. They feel like they've, uh, you know, they've given to everything but right. being asked to give again. Right. Uh, and so if that's the case for, for you that are listening today, forget the word give and replace it with the word contribute or share or offer. Uh, and in the new paradigm of the, the, the new normal that's emerging and knowing that we live in a world that is fundamentally based upon cooperation. Uh, it makes perfect sense to change that question. And the way I ask myself this all the time, I have so, as you can imagine, I have so many opportunities that cross my path every day yeah. to work on film projects and co-author books and go here or go there to speak or, you know, lead a journey into some part of the world. And all of them are good. But my compass, my sole compass is based upon uh, upon a question that I asked myself years ago. And the question was simply this, if I left this world today, would I feel complete with what I have accomplished up until this moment in, in time? And the answer to that question is my compass by which I gauge every choice and every opportunity. And when something does cross my path, it's an opportunity to give or share or contribute to an understanding of a new world that's emerging, and, and the closer that I can do that, the better I can answer the question, do I feel complete with my life? And, and I'm still working on that, but I, I can say yes now in a way that I couldn't say in 1986 when I first asked the question. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, it's an, it's an opportunity for each of us. The way we answer that question, it changes everything. It opens the door to huge, vast new possibilities of career, employment, thriving joy and fulfillment. My friend Ken is just one example, a perfect example of, uh, of where, where that can go and what it can mean in our lives. I love those stories that you shared today as well. I think, you know, you and I know people uh, that have been at uh, the top of whatever they thought they wanted to do. I have a friend that has shared his story openly, Val John Ferris. 
um, lost everything, only to emerge by starting a nonprofit for homeless people, I care, uh, America. And so I love the way that you've presented this because it opens up an energy for people to be able to step forth in life, perhaps in a way they hadn't thought about before, because the question is so absolutely, profoundly healing, that question. I, I think it is, Dr. Pat. And, yeah. and the key, mm-hmm. while we may... Mm-hmm. come to this understanding by losing everything that we love and cherish in the world. <laughs> my uh, prayer and my hope is that we can embrace these discoveries mm-hmm. so that that doesn't have to happen. Oh, no. Yeah. We, we can make, make the choice from a place of strength at the top of our game or whatever that game has been in the past. That's right. And so, you know, the world changed, and, and the world doesn't need that game any longer. And for most people, it's so interesting. It it often is is a hobby, or, or what has been a hobby in the past, or or a pastime that they were very passionate about. And they say, you know, this is now the opportunity to share this. Uh, helping people grow food is mm-hmm. one way that my friend can do yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there are other ways. Yeah, it's like a a, a, a friend of mine said to me, "You got to learn how to reinvent yourself before you actually want to." Uh, <laughs> So you learn, you learn how to do the reinventing before you do the reinventing. That's exactly right. You know, there's there's another another family right yeah. down the road from us. The uh-huh. man was a nuclear physicist at Los Alamos National Lab. Uh-huh. He lost his funding. He didn't know his family. Didn't know his wife. Didn't know his children any longer. They sat down at the at the family dinner table and they, he said, "We're going to make a choice. You want me." to go be a nuclear physicist at another lab, or should we try something different? Uh-huh. And the family voted to let it go. They bought a herd of llamas. Uh-huh. And they wake up every morning. They work together to feed and care for the beautiful animals. They shear them uh, at a certain time of year. And during the summer months, when the weather's beautiful, they have little backpacks on those llamas, and tourists come. And each tourist has their own llama with a lunch on the back, and they take llama tours into the, the mountains of northern New Mexico. And he now knows his wife again. He's getting to mm. the opportunity to participate oh, I in love his children's it. lives before they leave home. And it's just another example of, uh, of changing the question. And, the, and that opportunity and question is open for all of us, not the select few. Thank you, Greg, so much for today. Thank you. Thank you, Dr. Pat, so much. I look forward to seeing you in Seattle very soon. All right. And for those of you out there, please check it out, gregbraden.com. And uh, as we're all looking forward for your new book that's coming out, I hope you will come back on the show and join me to talk about that. I would be honored. I'll see you in just a couple of months, okay? All right, everybody. Thank you for tuning us in, turning us on. We'll see you next time on The Dr. Pat Show. Get your shift together with Dr. Joe Dispenza and Greg Braden Saturday, November 16th, 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. at the Seattle Center for Spiritual Living for this collaboration between two of the most inspiring teachers highlighting their unique paths as they explore the latest scientific studies and how this information can empower you during this critical period of our history. Making a difference in the world starts with you. To register, go to joedispenza.com slash events. That's joedispenza.com slash events. 
are listening to Transformation Talk Radio, the home of some of the world's most inspiring talk radio hosts. Please stay tuned at the top of the hour. We will be bringing you another amazing, educational, and inspiring show to get you on the path to transforming your life. For more information about us, please visit our website, www.transformationtalkradio.com. That's www.transformationtalkradio.com. 